Good evening, my followers of Into the Pit. So we have a surprise podcast for you tonight. We actually had the honor of sitting down with The Coursing, one of the most up-and-coming heavy bands that you could hope to meet, and they're super hella fucking chill as well. So I'm going to let them all take a turn and introduce themselves. I'm Valkyrie from Hounds of Hell. Sitting to my right is Pit Medic. Yo, this was a surprise for me too. I found out about last minute, so I'm just as shocked as you guys. So this is super unscripted, so I apologize for any technical difficulties. And I'll let the boys introduce themselves, or however they identify. Hey, how's it going? My name's Dylan, and I'm the vocalist from The Coursing. Malone, I play guitar. Tyler, the drummer. So, alright, so how long have you guys been a band? So, The Coursing has actually only been physically a band playing shows for the last six months. Okay. So technically only about six months. Oh wow. So you've already gotten a lot of traction for quote unquote being so new professionally to the game because I only heard about you four months ago and I've been hella impressed by the stuff you've put out. Thank you, thank you. That actually means a lot to us. We work really hard to try to make sure that our impact is as big and as broad as we can get it no matter if it's that day that you see us or if it was you know, mm-hmm. later on, 10 years ago when you see us, you know, so that's kind of our goal. We kind of try to do the biggest impact we can mm-hmm. from the very first time that you ever see us. That's I would definitely say you guys have made a big impact. It's almost unheard of for a band that doesn't have at least a year, two years attraction to play a festival. And weren't you just recently at Welcome to Rockville? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we actually attended that, got to play with most of our <laughs> idols. We was up there with, you know, Slipknot, Metallica, Disturbed, Rob Zombie. And it's like going from a band that's only been out for five months with the knowledge that we have of doing things, it actually was like a slice of cake for us and for any band. Also that we were the actually the only North Carolina represented band that was on the whole festival. Oh, wow. So it wasn't just for us. It was for every other band that didn't get to be on that festival, every other band that wished that they could have been on that festival. So we did that for more than just us at the end of the day. And it kind of kind of was exactly what we wanted and I think now where we're at um, that only made us hungrier mm-hmm. honestly so now we're addicted to that feel of where exactly where we're supposed to be you see where you've already come and looking forward to how much further you can push kind of thing Absolutely. so going back to what you said about like playing with your guys' idols how was it going from playing like a place like you know a, a place like this where it's kind of a smaller club to like being on a stage where you're like up there with these stars like how was it for each one of you guys okay. it felt like home yeah it felt like what I've always yeah. knew I, I knew I'd be there did you get like starstruck like being able to see some of these guys or anything? Was it like a moment where you're like, holy crap, I actually get to like interact with this dude? It felt normal yeah. to me. It, it felt like something that I was supposed to be doing. Like it didn't feel out of place. It was it definitely felt, an honor. It felt yeah. familiar. What it is. I feel we him. knew we were going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you to Space Zebra. Big absolutely. Shout out those guys. Big shout out to Space Zebra, uh, Blackcraft, and all those guys. Yeah, They've been doing nothing but being. Just so welcoming and supportive to everything, you know, it's it's literally the same thing I say again, is that like there's bands and artists that are out there that wish and die that they could be on Blackcraft, and like I said, we've only been in a band for five months, and they threw us an endorsement, we're very grateful for that, so it's like, we're just trying to take every little thing, you know, as a big thing, no matter what it is, so we go out here and do this show right here, and we're going to play the exact same set that you would get that same energy that you would at a big festival. We just don't stop. It's the same show for us, no matter what. No and matter I think 
And I honestly have to say, seeing you the first time a couple months ago, that was part of your big appeal. It felt like I was not at a small venue. I felt like I was like looking at an opener for a festival. You guys brought such big energy and had such a big presence. It was, quite frankly, I was awestruck with how well you guys performed for being a up-and-coming band. Thank you. We appreciate that. Of course. So, are there any specific uh, music artists that, as you mentioned, idolize, that you try to incorporate influences into your music? Well, hang on, ready? One, two, three. Slipknot. <laughs> the almighty Slipknot. Dude, there is, there is nothing. Like, there is nothing more inspiring than Slipknot. Mm-hmm. You hear that they're actually working on a newer album? Oh, we are, we are yep. prepared. Yeah. I am so, so. I just found out about it the other night. I was scrolling Twitter and a Loudwire uh, had an interview with Corey Taylor about it. And he said this is supposed to be heavier than their uh, third album. Why? Well, it's supposed to be heavier. That's so what I'm we, we, were, we were talking about it in our group. I'm so stoked for this album. We were, we were talking about it in our group chat for the Hounds, and everyone's hyped for it. So, you know. Yeah. You know there's going to be some more road shows. So, oh, yeah. So it's like our biggest thing is now, with that being said, it's like we're about to drop our um, full-length album here soon, and it could be around the same time that Slipknot drops theirs. So Stay tuned, folks. You know, stay tuned. There's so. going to be some competition, coursing yeah. or Slipknot. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with the coursing on this See, one. Look, look. I, this is my first time seeing you guys. Obviously, she's been hyping it up. Uh, her and one of our other teammates saw you guys at the radio room. You know, I was otherwise indisposed. Um, so I'm excited with how much she's been hyping it up. And, like, you know how there's always a difference between how you sound recorded and, like, how you sound live. Yeah. So, like, personally, if it's a band I haven't heard before, I'd rather see live. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. And, like, this is my first show of the year. It's my first mosh pit of the year. Same so, face. you know, I'm ready to ready to have some fun. That's awesome. So, uh, what other questions you got? Uh, so, where do you see yourself? Uh, what are some goals that you have upcoming for 2022? What are some things you want to accomplish? Some like your better wording, fun little side quests yeah. you may want to unlock um, along the way. We're kind of big on that, honestly. Yeah. Like, we just keep adding stuff to the board every time that we see something. But for us, it's like we played 50 shows in six months of being a band. Wow. So in a year, we're going to play 100 shows. Hell yeah. In that year. That's so that's awesome. kind of our, our push for ourselves that we make that happen, whether it be tours and whether it be festivals included and stuff like that. So we, we want that 100 shows, I think. And then I think I speak for everyone here where it's like, we're looking for another Slipknot show. That would be oh, yeah. awesome. That's How would you one. feel? Yeah, I'll be on a show tour with those guys. Yeah. And I'll always try to, each show, each performance, mm-hmm. always try to be a little bit better. Pick something from the last show. Mm-hmm. Okay, here, I can improve. So each time, I'm stepping up, stepping up, Constant stepping up. growth. I Constant like growth. it. So after a show, do you guys, like, sit down together and go, hey, we did, you know, we could have done better with this. And, and oh, yeah. The, you know, Every so show. you guys do, like, self-assessments. Yeah, we're kind of like a I game I think play. I speak for all of us when I say, we just want to make sure you leave and you never forget who the person is. Ever. Absolutely, and that's, and that's the right everybody we ever have. meet. Doesn't matter if it's five, ten people. How old you are doesn't matter. Yeah, see, and that, that's that. That's that good energy. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's when you know, like that. That hunger and that, like we we're gonna do better every time. We're gonna knock it out of the park every time. That's that shit that you know helps you get noticed. Absolutely. I can tell you from the mundane aspect of things, you are definitely leaving a good impression. Jay and the photographer uh, Shutter Glitter were hyping you up and basically coerced me into bringing a girlfriend of mine to 
come see you guys. I'm like, all right, we'll give it a shot. What's the worst that happens? And I'm like, I'm addicted now. Thank you. So what would you say your, uh, lack for better wording, dream lineup would be? Like if you could play a tour with any group of bands, who would be on your list? I personally would love to see you with Vended and Dead, but that's just me personally. Oh man, listen, that's not even, that's crazy. Yeah, our, uh, We'll all go down the line as what, like we think, like we'll say four bands that's us on the bill. So, okay. uh, Slipknot's the headliner, mm-hmm. always. Uh, I want Mudvayne next. Yes. I want Dead and I want The Corsi. I could I definitely see that. That's a power lineup. I think that would be. Um, you got the King of the in there too. Um, somewhere. Tyler. Yes. Tyler. I would Tyler. say Tyler and maybe like a Bella Maya. I love Bella Maya. I think they're yeah. underrated. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of great bands. So. My would probably be Slipknot, King 18, Tom, yeah, King. and then the course. That's yes. it. That's definitely King. King 810. I could definitely see that having some absolutely massive energy. Oh, yeah. That'd be Coliseum, you know, tours like <laughs> Hell yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. If you could describe each band member's personality in the group, how to be like, who's your. Uh, more serious, let's stay on task, let's go to the drawing board character, who's your class clown, always pulling the pranks, who's your nerd, who's getting into the comic books, the video well, games, stuff like that. I'll start by saying I think we're all, we're very serious. So we're all serious, but um, Dylan, he's a leader. We all follow him, we trust him, he's been doing this a long time, putting this project together. Mm-hmm. So whatever he says... We stick with it, but you know, we just feed off each other's energy. We all we don't want to lay each other down. Fair enough. And I think that's what keeps us going. Is each and every one of us want to keep the next man up and going to the next show and the next show and just keep that energy going. Absolutely. So yes. It really never dies. It never it's dies. It's that pack mentality that keeps y'all so strong. It's the brotherhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So any any crazy tour pranks on each other yet? Any any crazy funny stories? Oh it's well, we talk constant. we talk a lot of a lot of shit to each other. Yeah, talk so shit. There, there's nothing really there's nothing really specific we can get. We try to keep some things. We just straight up talk shit. Yeah, there's on nothing the really. One thing it's just every day we just fair enough. keep it light sometimes. And, you gotta. Yeah. That's what we do. I feel like I've been asking a lot of the questions right now. Do you have anything you would like to add? So I'm not. Doing all the word diarrhea. No, I mean, honestly, I've asked the ones I've asked. Like, you know, you know, you guys. There's no really any crazy stories so far. Like, shit, that's just been off the wall. Mm, not any, like you didn't expect. Any weird or, encounters. Some, anything uh, funny. Some we can't physically say. Uh, that's understandable. Oh, uh, dude, this is this is explicit. You know, Why, so uh, yeah, well, there's the, some that's you, been pretty. Uh, pretty deep and dark on some stuff so it'd be like that though it does 100 percent. but we've had a lot of turns you know honestly like as this band's unfolded in the six months that we've been a band there's been a lot of ups and there's been a lot of downs mm-hmm. and it's like each way that we find that that there's a down that actually hits us we we take full advantage of that mm-hmm. like we try to make that the one thing that we like I don't necessarily want to say focus on, but he to make sure that that doesn't happen for us. So we're pretty much on our toes most of the time. Um, I can't say that we put ourselves in situations where crazier stuff happens, you know, but we're a little crazy bunch of motherfuckers. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, so it's like sometimes we have to be big brother to 
each and every one of us, and you know, kind of like hold one another back and kind of be like, hey man, this isn't the time, this isn't the day. Yeah, we we hold keep each other, other. So, we keep each other yeah. in check. Like we yeah, we take care of each other because we all have shit that we want to do with our lives, and out of the lives that we have, this is our biggest thing. This is what we do. This is what we do. Like you know, some of this us don't have jobs, it's so home to th us. this is what we do. Gotcha. So. It's kind of a lifestyle for us. Mm -hmm. It's not really just a, a band or anything. It's, That's true. That's the best way to put it. It really is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. lifestyle. Absolutely. You got to commit. Yeah. yeah, you got to be dedicated to it. You know, hundred percent, oh, seven yeah. days a week. Oh yeah. Even yeah. on off days, you're still working on. Oh yeah. Something. Right. And then we're like one of those no bands. Days no days off. Yeah, no days off. We'll we'll rehearse and do everything that we need with the business with a good forty hours a week. So usually roughly like 40 hours, we're in there grinding it out, whether we're writing, right. whether we're doing rehearsal, meetings, take in, you know, we have like five full days a week that we like to sit down and, and make sure that all of our shit's lined up. So. Right. Was, was there ever a moment where it kind of just hit you like a shit ton of bricks where you kind of went, holy crap, we made it. The moment I met this guy, <laughs> the moment I met this guy right here, Mr. Love Sheets. It. I appreciate uh, that. That was it for me. That was the guy. And I'm not here for a while. When I first All right, guys, we had to move a little bit. The uh, the green room was not quiet, so short of screaming, you know. And you probably can still hear it in the background. But, uh, it just helps the ambiance. There we go. All right. So. Do you guys have any pre-show rituals that you guys have to do? Or otherwise, it just doesn't feel quite right? Like, do you have to have a certain drink? I think we're always ready. We think about this. This is all we think about. When the time comes, we're ready. Any any previous band experience, like playing with other bands or touring or anything like this before? Well, there is, there is, yeah, but none of it matters now. It, it all led us to where we are. Oh, do you feel like it helped you kind yeah. of get into the group for this? That's why it's so natural yeah. for you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Especially being from where we are. All of us have at least 15 years apiece. Oh, wow. Yeah, so at that, you know, you got 45 years of musicianship that some of us may know, some of us may not know, but it's all about helping each other out. It's like the same way whenever we write. It's like we're always there together. We're always doing it together. It's like nobody's greedy about this or that. So it's like it's basically about what's the best fit for the band, what needs to make this band, this entity do what it does. Right. And that's all we're about. The it. band is better than anyone in the band. We live by that. Right. So, uh, do you guys... Hey, there's a train too. Cool. Uh, is there like a like a certain way, like process to how you guys write your music? Do you guys sit down as a team and be like, hey, this has been on my mind? Or these lyrics like kind of thought it made me think of a tune? Or like, is there like, a specific method for you guys? It's kind of for us. It's not really like per se a method, but I think it's a vibe. I think for us, it like all depends on what somebody brings at that second we can take anything and make it something yeah off the top it, so, just, it can be random it can be out of nowhere we're just jamming i mean it's it's supported any friends. type of way you can write music exactly we just we just write a lot of music valkyrie has made a friend with a random venue kitty cat her name is ebony leave it to her to be distracted this is her all the time <laughs> like literally just walking around oh i see an animal i'm gonna like you could literally kidnap valkyrie just going, hey, I have an animal back here. Like, do you want to come see it? And she would literally walk oh, off. My dog has a boo-boo. Fix it. Oh, I'm on my way. Pretty much. 
<laughs> I love it. Sometimes. What would, what would you say your biggest asset is, and what would you say your biggest weakness is? Or do we not talk about weaknesses for the competition? That's awesome. Um, our biggest asset is that, and I mean this with everything in my entire being, and all of us will definitely agree, is that we are willing to do whatever it takes. So you would you would wrestle me, Jello wrestle me, butt ass naked? A hundred percent. Challenge accepted. That's how we're opening so. their next show. <laughs> A giant inflatable thing, which is people inventing Jello packets in there. Our, uh, I guess, our biggest weakness is that even though that this business is, I mean, this band is a business, and it is, it's like, we care for each other too much. And I think that's probably our biggest bet, that it's like, you really never know where that's going to take you. So we're always on the edge of that, and always making sure that we're taking care of one another, because at the end of the day, we're own, like, our individual people are our weaknesses. But the one thing that brings us, that makes us cohesive as people to this world is the fact that we get to do this together. Yeah. The fact that we get to be in this band every day and we get to work and actually make something a lot bigger than it is. And like a lot of people just feel like they're in a band just to play music and have a good time. And that's amazing. Our biggest that's asset. Grand. But I think like for us, it's like we physically have to have this. Like that's our biggest thing. It's it, like we can't. It's essential for your survival. Yeah, we can't do anything without it. And I think we're at that point where, like I said, we've we've tasted a taste, and now we want the whole fucking pie. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. And, <laughs> and I'm coming. Crazy, so. Hi, Ebony. And I want seconds. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. Seconds, thirds, fourths. Yeah. Hello, Pinky Kid. So, do you have any any instrument playing experience? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like all of us again. Like I think all of us are very musically inclined as far as you know like playing like any kind of instrument that we kind of want so writing style like I can play guitar if I want to I'm not the best drummer in the world at all but, <laughs> probably uh, better than I am <laughs> yeah but uh, I can play guitar and you know stuff like that you know like if you can play guitar most of the time you can play bass most people can so but you know we all have like an expanded mind where it goes even further than just straight instruments like we take everything from like stuff we see on tv like electronical things like atmosphere things stuff from horror movies and we like blend and find and try to way to make that a part of what we are no matter if it's in a tracks or if it's in you know like guitar or bass or if it's in drums or whatever right. it is in vocal whatever, whatever makes you feel whatever do you, makes do you, you have feel. like whatever a favorite you feel a favorite instrument you like to play though like do you guys have a favorite instruments and it, are they different guitar. than what you play now nope, in the band now we're, nah, we're. I, I think all of us are in our. Like all of us are in our element for sure. Okay. And I think that kind of makes it easier for us. But now sometimes we'll be at rehearsal and stuff, and we'll we'll trade off. You know, we'll all switch around and do some things. I think that's kind of cool. Like you kind of need that. Right. Yeah. Well, he can write guitar parts. Yeah. You know, and, and he does. And he does too. That's pretty cool. Believe it or not. So, so you guys are all pretty really interchangeable. We all write guitar parts. We write the songs together. Yeah, we don't care. Awesome. Like it, do, it doesn't matter. And when you guys are right here, let's say five years down the road, you guys are putting out a whole new album. Whole world's anticipating it. Do you guys put your albums together piece by piece? Like, yo, here's a rhythm. Yo, here's a song or two. You kind of go with a concept album. Okay, guys, this is the story I want to tell. How do we make this work? What it's, is your plan of attack? It's kind of more of 
like I'll go back to the atmosphere thing so each album has its own atmosphere and has its own feel and as we're dropping these songs that people are seeing that's attached to these music videos it's going to tell you a whole story from start to finish so we're trying to give very something exactly we're trying to give something that's very different it's not a pop look, it's a very calculated recipe. Understood. Nothing goes unchecked. So, with, with your albums, do you guys, well, let's say with your music in general, do you put more thought into the lyrical side of it, or do you put more thought into the, the sound? Like is it is it, is it music heavy or lyric heavy? They go hand in hand. I think it's pretty equal. So you guys try to you guys try to balance it out then? Okay, I know what you're trying to say. Do the lyrics put the rhythm together or does the rhythm put the lyrics together? Both. I think both. Yeah, yeah both. They, so basically yeah. they intertwine. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. It will come up. It can come up with patterns like it is nobody's business. Oh, that's awesome. And. We can kind of go off that. This is what kind of pattern, what kind of cadence I want, the tempo I want to set, mm -hmm. the vibe. Okay, you're going for this vibe. We got you. Very we're going to have a riff. Like, it's, we literally are right. Yeah. Right. So, like, when you guys are rehearsing or just goofing off, like, just chilling out, you know, like, yeah. do one of you guys, like, just start plucking or beating out a, a tune and something you guys, hey, yeah. that's, yeah. All, like, that's yeah. awesome. Let's yeah. work with that. And a lot of times, it's like, that. he could just play, just be playing a riff. I start, and then we play five, ten minutes straight, straight, and then it sounds like a song that we've already written. Have you guys ever done that, and then, like, realize that you weren't recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we record every practice. No, there you go. Yeah, we record everything and record every practice. Yeah, so, like, if we actually see something and we're kind of inebriated, like, half the time, we kind of go back into it and be like, man, that sounded good Thursday. What was that? You know, yeah. kind of attack it that we way. So. like to stay ahead of uh -huh. like to have Ambitious. Okay, so I think that's the end of my questions for you. Do you have any questions for us? Anything you want to know about? What's the next step for you guys? What's uh, the next step coming in with the, with the podcast? Well, uh, right now, it's just been trying to, you know, with COVID, I mean, that's actually the question I was going to ask you guys, like how, how it's been. But we'll, we're going to do an after show interview, guys. Yeah, so this is going to be two parts as long as they're up for it. But for us, it's just been trying to grow the team. Uh, we started in 2019 at uh, Epicenter. That was I was uh, yeah, it was her, me, and another friend of ours. Uh, I was an EMT at the time. Our other friend was a paramedic up in New York. So it started with that, and then since 2019, I think we have almost 500 followers on our Instagram page. Uh, There's at least 15 of us, and we have several probies that are looking to become yeah. pounds as well. We've been uh, it's been kind of cool because like. I started this on my, like, I started the idea of Pit Medic on my own. Uh, there was a venue in Greenville called The Firmament. Yeah. That yeah. I, so I started, I started doing Pit Medic by myself there while I was in EMT in medic school. Because a lot of people were doing stupid stuff, um, illicit things, and they weren't being smart about it. People were getting injured in Bosch pits, and it just was not a safe environment. Yeah, so I kind of, I kind of stumbled into, because I had my trauma shears on me, and one of the guards thought it was a knife. I pulled out my cards. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, this is like equipment for medical, like it's scissors, dude. Yeah. And someone got hurt and security like literally came and grabbed me and pulled me out of the pit. It's like, hey, fix him. And I was like, oh. And so I started doing it. And like, and then I was talking to her and our other friend Ivy about it. And they just kind of helped push me into like getting it going. So like seeing it, like it's kind of like, I guess like with you guys, seeing it go from like not really anything to yeah. now I have almost 500, follow 500 followers on my Instagram page. Now, like, we've been invited to, um, to like, shows up in Charlotte. So, like, uh, Intram, the cover band, yeah. uh, Sugar, they've invited us up to shows up there at the Fillmore. And, like, for us to come in and pit medic 
and oh. bring our gear just in case someone does go down. Like you put your talent to use, and that's a great feeling. Uh -huh. So personally, I, I've been I've been a first responder for 11 years now. I started in law enforcement, got into fire, and then stumbled into EMS. Like I've always known, all I've ever known is helping people. So like this is this is a way I can change the the idea of what pit what pit you know what mosh pitters are is that you think mosh pit everyone thinks violent decking like yeah and it's not and so many people have such negative connotations i've been mosh pitting since i was like 15 and i'm like i'm about i'm about to turn 32 uh, in like 10 days damn you're old i know uh, but like it's been cool because like now i can do something i'm really good at which is helping people and something i enjoy which is mosh pitting because there's a whole community behind it people don't realize that you know and so like seeing it grow seeing it grow from like not really anything to three people and now we have 15 members all over the u.s we're traveling to shows we've been to multiple festivals yes i was just going to go more into some of what my personal goals are for the team for 2022 and places we'd like to go with this when you're done talking i just didn't want to interrupt no I, yeah no you're, you're fine <laughs> i just i want us to go bigger i want us to be more oh, successful yeah. like i don't care it's like there are other moshpit teams out there there are some that have thousands of members yeah. we're never going to get that big well, I mean, so you never know. so you never know, man. My thing, like, I wouldn't, I would not complain, but there are like there are moshpit teams that have looser guidelines for people joining than we yeah. do. Like for me, I know. For me, I want to know that no matter what, the people that wear hounds of hell gear are going to represent what the hounds are for. That's do the right thing. Be yeah. the be the peacekeepers. Awesome. Help people. And I want to, I want to know my people. Yeah. You know, like you've got you've got people that there there are teams that are like thousands of members big, and you've got members that don't know each other. Which is not what we want. We want everybody to know everybody yeah. and have good. it be a recognized face to name type like of community. Yeah, even if we're yeah. From and that's and that's really what it is. Is it, it's a family. Um, like my biggest goal since starting the Hounds has literally been someone that you know that even if the world turns against you, they're gonna have your back. Like we are, we are even through uh, COVID and like the concerts and the festival stopping. We, we all still talk yeah, daily. Yeah, yeah, we still we're in the we're in the group chat daily. We know we have each other's back. We help that we help each other with issues in and out of mosh pits and in and out of uh, in real life. Like, like, and, and, and that's what I want is I want that family. I want that if I like to know that if I go and I've got the world fighting me, I've got 15 other you know or 100 other people exactly. that are going to represent the hounds well and are going to be that that name they're, they're going to see that name and know that they're going to be taken care of like they're going to do the right thing um we've been featured uh, we've actually been featured on dead's instagram page one of our yeah, videos from awesome. um yeah. from loud in life, life. Yeah. we got published on there um there's a group called american mosh pits and they're an instagram group and they go around and record mosh pits at shows yeah. and at louder than life um they actually caught video of me uh, a girl oh, got yeah, dropped on broken wrist we yeah. got we got dropped in on like a like, crowd surfer fell in on us and like I of course wasn't wearing. It was like the third day of the festival, and I wasn't wearing my gear. Um, I had my I had my boonie hat on, but I had like a different shirt on. Oh, it was first day, baby. Was it? No, because I didn't have my pit medic shirt on. I wore my. I, I thought it was first day because it might have been the second day. I had the first or second because yeah. we were so bummed that she was going to miss the rest of the festival. Oh yeah, it was the second day. But like literally, they caught it on video. Like you literally see me like scooping her up. Like I'm grabbing people's attention, like other hounds. Yeah. And all and those hounds are making so a pad. Yeah, 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 literally. Blowing a whistle, helping Claire to get her out. And yeah. That's part of why she was able to get medical care so quickly. Well, I, I, well, so the reason I started the hounds, the idea came because back when I was in paramedic school, there was a Slipknot show in the Midwest that a guy was uh, died in the mosh pit. I heard about that. He, he went had to, a heart attack and they couldn't yeah, get to him. He went, he, went to, he went into cardiac arrest in the middle of the mosh pit and no one knew what was going on. No one really kind of could yeah. figure out. So from what I read, it took 45 minutes for EMS to get to him. And I was like, if one person knew, CPR knew how to check on him, mm -hmm. 
anything like that. There may have been a fighting chance. Medical could have gotten to him sooner, and that's why I was like, you know what? I'm in this field. I love, I love the metal community. I love the yeah, family. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like we actually, they actually got a video of us. Actually, we stopped the mosh pit. Um, and like actually one of our Carl broke his blood and we had yeah, to Carl broke to his hospital. blood at Radio Room uh, <laughs> at uh, Not Fest. A girl actually broke her ankle in and three spots and literally me and one of the security officers that was there actually carried her out and, and kind of watched over her until we could get her to medical. So I mean we've had a couple incidents so far that we've been like it's been really cool and like it's seeing good and, that yeah. we were there to help intervene. and that, that recognition because people see Pit Medic like when we walked out here and everyone's like ah you know yeah. like yeah. it's cool seeing that Yes, love. Thank you, baby. So, my goal was to, you'll get a kick out of this, but it's also a good thing. Before shows, we will actually do like real quick medical debriefings if we have a group of hounds. Okay, this is what to do for this incident, this is what to do for this incident. Yeah. Run through a real quick drill, what, who has what responsibility to make sure we're being time efficient. Yeah. I want to help break the stigma about how aggressive and how violent metalheads are and prove that we really are as a whole a true family dynamic and I want everyone in our group to be medically trained and help us medically train just civilian for basic stuff to help keep everybody safe. We're going to be going to incarceration 2022 and we are going to have a family powwow gather supplies to make sure that we can get to people for just basic wound care, supporting, uh, bracings for slipped ankles when we can stuff like that yeah. yeah within reason that's what i'm saying those are goals that i have awesome. but for local venues i want us to be recognized enough that we can bring a medical bag and no one question that we're trying to pull shady stuff yeah. Yeah. exactly we want to keep we want to make a difference in more people's lives that's our goal for 2022 yeah get more people and educate the public and, and that's another cool thing about how I have the dynamic is you don't have to be medical to be a hound. Like we've got we've got guys that are you know big stocky brother dudes and their whole job is just to stop the pit, get in the middle of the pit, make people go oh shit, and let, like, give us a barrier to work what we need to work. Everyone yeah. has their purpose. Yeah. So everyone everyone has a job and every job like has a purpose. Kind of cold. Getting there. All right. Well, it's just about thirty minutes, so we can wrap it up though. How cold, how cold is it right now? A little bit. I don't know. It's like it's like less than forty degrees out, and we're all standing outside. So You're the only one who's comfortable. I yes, I'm a furnace. We know. Yeah. All right. So, is there anything before the show, last minute, you guys want to say before we before we end this, and we come back at it later? Just check us out on social media: Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Everything's gonna be there, and if you're at this show, you're missing out because we're shooting a documentary right now that's gonna be involved to be on YouTube and everything later. So get your ass down here and catch a coursing show. Yeah, the hounds get to be on in a documentary. See, we're already cool. <laughs> keep keep streaming worthless on all platforms, <laughs> and go subscribe to the YouTube. Yes. Spotify. Yes. Find them on social media. Find them. Follow them. They'll be tagged in my personal. Uh, Instagram Valkyrie HOH and I'll also post on the Hounds of Hell story so you can find the coursing as well. Yes. And I will have it up on the Pit Medic page and all the information. Alright guys, good luck tonight. Thank Kick some so ass. Much. We will yes. see you guys in the Thank mosh pits. So this has been a pleasure. You guys have been so cool. So alright guys, good luck tonight. Alright guys, we're gonna go ahead and cut it here. So we split into two parts. We'll record the other 30 minutes uh, after the show. For now, time to mosh! Yeah, the uh, the other band, which is what, Violent? Violent End. Violent End is on playing now that you've heard in the background. No, that's King. Violent End, I oh. think, comes on next. This oh. is King. All right, well, King is playing now. Violent End is next, which is actually a, a friend of Valkyrie's. So uh, we're going to go enjoy the show, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. 
Also, for when I say baby, that's because there's a really cute kitten. Her name is Ebony. She's now Pit Kit. I bumped into her at the venue, so she is now baby. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to part two of the coursing, uh, well, show podcast. Yes, can I help you? Sorry, I was chewing my drink. Yeah, boba tea. Oh. Listen, uh, boba tea's nutritious, especially with how important hydration is after shows, I'm still recovering. That's true. Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, due to travel times and show length, uh, we were unable to get with the coursing uh, after the show last night. We've already talked with them. Um, next time they have a show in the area, we will be doing another interview. So, uh, consider it a, a series continuation, I guess. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about the show, though. Definitely. Um, I'll let you start, because I talked a lot last night. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, because this is coursing-themed, um, you know, I'm going to start off with the coursing. Uh, great energy. Um, I mean, they came out, they hit it heavy. They, I mean, were interacting with the crowd. Like, Dylan was very interesting seeing him on stage. Um, I liked it. Like, for the first time seeing them, I had a really great time. I really enjoyed it. I love their sound. I can definitely see why why they're they're hitting it heavy and why they're they're getting as many people to like them as they are. Their theatrics on stage, like if you get to meet Dylan on stage versus meeting Dylan off stage, it literally is almost like a Jekyll and Hyde split. The difference in the character portrayal is also part of why I'm so interested in this band. How he acts and how he performs on stage in accordance to the sound is just so freaking cool honestly you could see a shift in both and in, in all of them you know uh the entire i mean you couldn't really see drummer dude in the back but like that's not his fault yeah the you know the the guitarist you know he was i'm sorry guys i'm bad with names sue me um not literally please um, don't i ain't got nothing i promise i'm a first responder i don't got shit i'm a vet tech i just got animals um, and anxiety. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I mean, just everybody, you could tell the second they walked on stage, you know, um, just, it's like a, 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 they, they flipped a switch. Um, and it was cool to see cause like they took, you know, their stage presence very serious and very, um, very like in tune with the music. It was really, really, really cool to see. I was actually pretty much, I, I was floored by it. They were, they were great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I would not mind seeing them again. Um, if you have not seen them, check them out on their social media. Listen to their music. Um, it's really, really good. And, uh, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen any of their YouTube videos or anything like that, so I don't know the difference between how they sound on stage versus how they sound, in, you know, in concert. But if they're as, you know, on point as they are on stage, I'm going to tell you that this is going to be pretty fucking awesome. Uh, seeing these guys get big because um, I mean with their drive their energy and how dedicated they are to it there's no way these guys aren't going to get big like um, I said last night the fact that they're already in festivals being a pretty decent baby band I consider baby band around for a year or less they have a lot of experience between all of them but the coursing itself is still very baby only six months old so the fact that they're doing a festival being that young out shows how much talent and how much drive that they have. 
and and not to mention about their their drive but like they're taking this seriously like mm -hmm. you can tell the way that they were talking about it and and the answers they were given last night they are taking this like this is their livelihood yeah this is life or death for them i mean they're already recording stuff for a documentary by the way uh i don't know if you guys heard of all the hubaloo last night um <laughs> we're apparently going to be part of their documentary on youtube and shit so you're going to see us interviewing people poorly um because you know I don't have any musical interviewing experience other than Sugar and now these guys. Um, so, you know, you get to see us, well, me struggle. Yay! Uh, you didn't struggle. Hush up. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, obviously I'm excited to talk to these guys again. Um, it's it's going to be cool as hell. Um, that is, you know, of course, you know, I had some questions for after the show that I wasn't able to, but uh, it's all right, though, because when I see them again, I will try my best to remember. Things happen. Worst case scenario, we write them down in my little notebook. That way, when we do our dinner and chat, we can ask them then. And maybe we can do it in a quiet enough area that we're not struggling to, like, talk and hear each other over yes. the band. Violin and playing in the background. I, I get it. With how hard of a sound they had, too, it was a little hard to hear. Which, by the way, Violent End, if this makes it to you guys, you guys did a fantastic job. All of the bands did a really good job. Yeah, we had, um, the coursing, of course, was the final band of the night. We had Slackjaw. Mm -hmm. We had, uh, Strike Tower. Strike the Tower. Strike the Tower. And Violent End. And Violent End. Um, everybody did good. Uh, you know, it was a great show. Um, Ground Zero was in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Um... Good venue. Staff was nice. Everyone was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, it's small. If you've ever been to Charlotte and you've ever been to, like, uh, the Fillmore and the Underground, it's definitely smaller than that. So, um, if you ever go there, unless you hang out at the back of the bar, if it, you know, if it's a really big show, you're not going to have much breathing room. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it was still good. Uh, I mean, the water prices were good. It was $2 for a bottle of water, which is, which you know. Which is actually really dirt cheap. Compared to some of these other places, yeah. It was, it was yeah. really cool. Um... Parking wasn't bad. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much about it. I mean, it was overall, it was a good for the first show of the year. It honestly wasn't bad at all. I, I had, I had no complaints about it at all. No, me either. I was very impressed and very happy. Yeah. Uh, wow. I just lost my little hatchback car of thought. Well, it's okay. It'd be like that sometimes. Um, so obviously we are trying to get with more people um, to interview and to get the podcast back to just more than two voices. Um, it's tricky when we're all long distance, lack for better wording. Yeah. Um, you're barely even moving the wave on the thing, so I'm just going to move this closer to you. What, are you saying I'm not loud? I'm saying you're not being picked up well by the microphone. Well, <laughs> by the microphone on my phone. It do be like that. Um... But yeah, let's talk about the moshers last night. You know, well, I mean, if that's what you want to call them. They meant well. They're still learning. You could tell that they were familiar with the music, but they were still babies to the moshing. It's. I mean, they're just were. I think the problem was is there were a lot of thrashers. And it's not really a problem because that music was heavy. Yeah. But like. Be we, careful and don't accidentally backslam into the merch table. <laughs> yeah, dude, man, dude, man was hardcoring and like I don't know if someone knocked him or what the hell happened, but uh, dude, man went flying into the Corsing's merch table, so that was fun. There were mm -hmm. definitely not enough people there to wall, so there were huge gaps and people just kind of went flying when they got hit. 
Pretty much, a lot of wees. Uh, I mean, luckily, no one got hurt, which is always a great thing, especially when you got yes. you got a lot of hardcore thrashers and a lot of hardcore karates. You know, it's always good to know that someone didn't get seriously injured or carted out. Oh, definitely. Um, I was very happy with that. Uh, I mean, they're really. I mean, one dude uh, had a skinned knee. Uh, it was um the lead singer for the band that we saw at the radio room. Yes. Uh. I meant to look up what band that was because we can probably look on uh, Shutter Glitter's page and more than likely because she photographed that uh, show. Yeah, we could probably look on her Instagram and figure out the name of the band. Mm-hmm. Which, but, by the way, if y'all ever need photography done, please, 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 please get a hold of Shutter Glitter. She has an Instagram, and I think she has a Facebook. Her work is absolutely fan freaking tastic. She's out of Rock Hill right now. But I think she will travel. She does music, scenery, humans. Hit her up. Humans. Humans are weird. Humans are weird. Um, but no, Sorry. I mean, uh, uh, but yeah, no, Dude Man was there. Uh, there, uh, I think there, it was their guitarist that was the one in the, the jean jacket, the one that gave yes, us hugs. That, yep, that's the guitarist. Yeah, he was there too. They both got pins, you know, the last of the pins from the hounds until we re-up. Um but yeah, I know they were cool as hell. They were in the mosh pit, rocking out, head banging, you know, towards the stage. Lead singer man, he even like got in on some of uh, the singing. Like they passed the mic down to him. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Uh, I mean, last night just was great energy. I'm, I'm I'm excited like to hit it hard on the first show of the year, and you know, and, and just see where where the things are going from there. Uh, show wise, we have. Um, Sugar coming back to Radio Room. Whoop, whoop. Yep. Um, we're going to be going and seeing Oakley Doakley, which is the Ned Flanders metal band at the Radio Room. Hell yeah. Uh, that's going to be that's gonna be fun because, I mean, it's fucking Ned Flanders band. Like, come on. That's awesome. Right. Um, we also, Trinity of Terror. Don't forget Trinity of Terror. Are we going to that? Yeah. We, ha- we bought tickets, I thought. Ooh. Yeah. I, rem- I don't. I never did, I don't think. Yeah, we owed Sarah money for them. Oh, that's right. Sarah has our tickets. Yeah. Oh, shit. I need to put that on my calendar. So we got <laughs> Trinity of Terror coming up. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, Trinity of Terror. We Lamb have... Lamb of God. Yeah, Lamb of God coming up, which that's going to be a killer show. Um, hopefully, we'll have a, a, a crew with us for most of these shows, so we'll get them in on the podcast. Uh, Austin Dotson's going to be there. He confirmed this will be his 10th time seeing Lamb of God and his ninth time seeing Trivium. Dude. Oh my god. We gonna die. Dude, Lamb of God. <laughs> we gonna die. Uh, I know I said this was gonna be the coursing episode, but I mean, honestly, other than saying that they did a great job and the show was spectacular and I can't wait to see them again. And highly recommending whoever has not had the privilege of going to see them, go see them. Yeah. So uh, It's life changing. Yeah, I guess you know we'll fill out the last little bit of, of stuff that's upcoming because, you know, we got to fill the gap somehow. And yes. people have been poking at me and messaging me asking for the second half of this, even though the show only happened last night. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, much kudos to the coursing. They mm-hmm. did a great job. I absolutely ad- adored watching them and talking to them. They're all cool as fuck. Um, even after the show, uh, Dylan. Wow, we really are all over the place. Um, yeah. Dylan, you know, even when they were breaking down the stage, you know, Dylan, you know, jumped up and... Uh, Dylan, you know, was breaking down the stage and a a couple hopped up on the stage and like he sat and talked to them for a couple minutes and gave them an autograph. Uh, They had a copy of one of the band's set lists. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was the coursing set list. Yes. Um, But, you know, they they, 
know, he sat up there and talked with them, even though they were, you know, they lived two hours away and it was late. It was already like 1230. Oh, yeah. Easy. He, he took his time with them. He talked to them. It was really, really cool to see someone, you know, be that kind of genuine. The whole band is just so approachable and so kind and so they're just down to earth. Yes. I, I honestly like for a smaller band, uh, like I can't praise them enough for their showmanship their their ability to sit and talk to you they're really cool people um so yeah i i will i at this point i have nothing bad to say about the band or i mean any of the bands last night i mean even the thrashers with how heavy the music was was completely understandable the karate they were still very courteous i don't for know. the most part well they did they did their best they got a little carried away but as soon as they knew they got carried away they cooled yeah. it like that one dude who went a little too hard he came up to me and his friend came up to me and we were like yo you okay we appreciate you protecting the pit. We won't See, go so hard next time. You you good? Did we hit you? And that's what I love about this community. Like, I don't care what anyone says. People can be afraid of moshers. People can be afraid of hardcore thrashers and karate kids. But we all love each other. We're just a bunch of misunderstood teddy bears. Rawr. Uh Okay, okay <laughs> there. That was mildly concerning. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I mean, that's what I love about the communities, no matter what, even if, you know, we have different styles and we, we do different things and we're into different things when it comes to the pit, we all look out for each other. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that, that's the image that everyone needs to understand about metal shows and the communities. We watch out for each other. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, upcoming shows, uh, Lamb of God, Oakley Doakley, Sugar at the Radio Room, Trinity of Terror. Um, we have Incarceration. Um, they just dropped their lineup for. Let me get that pulled up real quick because yeah. they only dropped like a day or two. Like, yeah, it's it's an awesome lineup. I'm excited. I do. I'm excited for that lineup. Fucking, I get to see Corn for the first time. Like that was my band in the fucking nineties. You Wh haven't. You've seen Corn before. Have I? Yes. When? Louder than life. They weren't at Louder? Yeah, they were. They played Shoots and Ladders at Louder. Did they? Yes. I swear I don't remember. See, that's my problem. Is I get in the pits and I get so concentrated on moshing and keeping people safe, I forget who I've seen. <laughs> you also take a lot of hits to the head, my guy. And yet I still keep trucking. Uh, either way, like, get, getting to see corn. I'm stoked for corn. I'm hyped for that because it's going to be awesome. Uh, they got... Corn, Papa Roach, Three Days Grace, I Prevail, this really cool up-and-coming band called XXXXXXXXXXXX. I'm excited to see That's my line. That is patented. I am suing you, medic. Okay. Evanescence. I have yet to see Evanescence in concert. You completely skipped Sleeping with Sirens. I mean... And From Ashes to New. And how the fuck do you skip over dead? I'm not skipping over them. I'm looking at the big names. Bitch-ass motherfucker. How dare you not say from ashes to new and dead aren't big? No, I'm saying the big names on the poster. Not the, not the fact that they're not big. Like, I, I've met the guys from ashes to new. Valkyrie's good friends with them. <laughs> um, they're cool guys. I actually have one of my pit medic shirts. is literally autographed by them. And that stays in my closet. And I don't even wear it. So that's why I'm still wearing the same beat-up, busted-up pit medic shirt. I've had that thing since the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, but no, like, literally, I was talking about just the names that are being, like, big on the poster. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm just talking about the ones I haven't seen before. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, I haven't seen Evanescence. Neither uh, have I. I'm excited for them. Seether was at, uh, was at Blue Ridge, were they not? Yes. Okay. I think they were. Black Veil Brides. I saw them at um, Carolina Rebellion 2018. They were good. Yep. Because yep. they, they play. I, I don't know if I've seen Lacuna Coil. Um, Born of Osiris. I know a couple people have been talking about that band. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see them. Let's hope there's not a tornado this time to enter a black label society. <laughs> Bruh. Epicenter <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> we all gonna die. I wish Maui was here for that. Yeah, yo, funny enough, while I was sleeping, after when, when I got home from the concert and you, like, left to go do your shit and so on, cetera, I legitly had a nightmare about a tornado when I was driving someplace. Uh... Let's see. Maybe I still have PTSD from the tornado at the show. Maybe. I'll go back. Um, Avatar. Yo, I'm excited to see Avatar again. This will be the third time I've seen Avatar since Carolina Rebellion, and that's going to be awesome. I'm hyped for it. Right? Butcher Babies! Oh, God. Butcher Babies. Carolina Rebellion throwback. Fire from the gods! Yeah. Gemini Syndrome. That's going to be interesting. I'm excited for Gemini Syndrome. Let's Nothing see. more. I'm probably gonna get a little emotional. Nothing more. They do. They do a great job. I love their music. Sick puppies. All the flashbacks. Dude, fucking sick puppies. Spirit I... box. You know who I wish I would see more? Who? Um, the Black Keys. I would love to see them live. Yes. Like Sinister Kid is my shit. It's that literally is... your theme song. You literally talk about that every time that song comes on. Well, that was that was literally a song sent to me by a friend of mine that has known me since I was like. 14, 15, so, like, she met, like, we were talking about, I don't, I don't even remember, I think she just randomly messaged me, she goes, hey, I found your theme song, and I went, what? And then I listened to it, and I was addicted. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I mean, there's, there is so many, oh, man, guys, I'm, I'm telling you, if you've never been to a festival, do it, do it at least once, just, just go once, even do if, it. even if you have, even if you have, you know, issues at the festival or crap happens if you get a chance to get in the pits you get a chance to to get in the crowd and see that energy and feel that energy try it once baby steps start on the wall see how you like it and go from there but i mean even just being in the crowd and like finding those people that you vibe with and like it's awesome it, it is you literally walk out of there and i say this a lot and i know it but it's true like i literally had 2018 was my first festival and i've been going to concerts since i was like 13 my first... I only started when I was, gosh, 22-ish, 23-ish with metal. Well, I mean, like, my first concert was Kiss. Mm. And that was, I was, like, 13, 12 or 13 or 14, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that was my first concert, and I've been going to concerts ever since, but Carolina Rebellion 2018 was literally my first three-day festival. And Same. it literally has been life-changing. I mean, look at... Look at what's come from me going to festivals. We've got the Hounds. We've got a podcast. We've got... I abandoned New York! I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, all Back of... New York. All of our friends in Icon, you know. Like... Da, 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 da. I'm cool with it. Um, but, I mean, we've met everyone, you know, all our friends in Icon. Berserker, Sarah, Jay... Uh, Chrissy, mm-hmm. I mean, Kenzie, both of the Katie's. Yeah, both of the Spitfire, Katie's. everyone. Yeah, I mean, and, and all the people that aren't part of any of the teams that we've actually got to interact with and have been really cool. Uh, I mean, I, I try to, I try to, you know, interact with everybody that I can that interacts with the Hounds page. Um, God, I mean, that's even grown. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, 
it's been an experience and you never and, you know life is all about experiencing life that sounds so cheesy um but i mean like it you know it, that's what it's about is experiencing it and there is no there is no crazier and like off the wall experience than going to a festival i mean i'm never i'm never not going to promote people going to festivals at least once because i mean look we had Epi- uh, carolina rebellion went decently other than the fist fights mm-hmm. epicenter we had a tornado in the middle of it and we survived the bullshit that was epicenter um on top of the you know the shit with um blue ridge and and that the the shit that got you know the the shit that went crazy with blue ridge and how that was kind of a, a pain in the ass to deal with some of the issues that popped up but i mean we still have a great time we're still around family we're still around friends you still have people that have your back um it's awesome and if you guys ever want to come to a festival with the hounds that you know you don't have anyone else to go with or if you go and you see that we're going guys hit us up yes safety in numbers if you've never gone to a show or a festival and you don't want to go alone we'll coordinate safety in numbers we will make it a group thing come hang with us just don't mind the tomfoolery yeah and i mean in most festivals we have a hound or two going to Mm -hmm. um like we have demon who literally is like the festival fucking (laughs) pineapple great oh yeah um (laughs) inside joke uh but i mean demon literally literally goes to almost every festival Uh, he goes to almost every festival. I mean, he's he's been doing that for a couple of years now. So even if, you know, you just, you know, and he usually takes Corvus with him. Uh, I know he's been trying to get uh, other people to go with him. Joker tries to hit him. Ref tries to hit him. So we usually have some sort of person at most festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you guys ever want to go and you don't have anyone to go with, message the page. If you have a concert, we've got, I mean, we've got members in New York We've got members in North, North Carolina, Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, Arizona, Missouri. I think it's Missouri. I, I suck at states. I Ge- I'm I'm geographically dumb. We we have we have members of the Hounds pretty much all over the place. So if there's a concert that you're going to and you want to know if we have someone going, message the Hounds page. Mm-hmm. Me- message you know message the Hounds page. We'll ask around in the group chat, and if we got someone going then we will gladly hook you up so you don't have to go alone. I know a lot of people worry about going to concerts alone. Uh, Which very- is responsible. I completely get it. I always have an exit buddy myself. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, do not be afraid to message us and reach out for help. Um, for those of us that are wanting to join us, if you're listening, uh, Incarceration is going to be a, a big hound event. I think a majority, like more than 80% of us will be there. At least 15 right now. 12, somewhere between, t- ballpark somewhere between 12 and 15. But that are actually hounds. Yes, I, I know. Because we're, we're going to be missing Killa, Mosh Mama. Maui. Maui, because we haven't heard anything and about. And Kai. Yeah. I did message all of them just to give them an opportunity. I'm pretty sure Pit Bitch is going. She just might be going with her significant other. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still going to be a large amount of, of hounds that'll be there. So, that'll be a big event if you're trying to join us. Um, you know, as as has been the, the trend here recently for you to join the hounds you got to mosh with us interact with everyone see how well you do how well you vibe with the team um so you know uh then at the end of the year we will be going back to louder than life um we had a great time the first time uh that's where we met a majority of this last you know batch of hounds before blue ridge um 
So it'll be awesome to go back to Kentucky and and see all of our friends in Kentucky. Yes. Um, and maybe we can stop by and see Luca's breeder. Yeah. Uh, we can go see doggos and puppies. Woo, uh, doggos. Um, but yeah, so we you know we got stuff coming up. We we've got stuff in the works. Uh, stay tuned to the page. Um, if you guys want to turn us on to any bands, if you guys want to turn us on to any concerts that you know you think we might be able to get to, if you give us enough heads up, we can try to coordinate. Um, yeah, shit. I think that's about it. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, fuck bitches, get money. There you go. I know the I know these recent podcasts have not been the most exciting, uh, just because myself and Valkyrie. Uh, we appreciate you guys sticking around and, and hanging on to us. I promise you. Yes, yeah, definitely. You know, we try to get you guys the best and fun stuff when we can. We'll probably have a decent amount of us from Trinity of Terror and from Lamb of God. Yeah, uh, we should have enough people between uh, our cookout friends and Icon. So I was going to say, I think a couple Icon cookout specifically said they would love to guest star on a broadcast yeah. with us, and I'm totally down. So, I think that'd be great fun. Yeah, hopefully we can get that energy back up. Uh, now that we, we're done dealing with medical issues for a little bit, we'll be getting to more shows. God. Yeah, we'll be getting to more shows, which means more content. Uh, which, actually, my uh, medical port held up totally fine yeah. last night. No issues. Yeah. So. so I'm cleared to go back full force yeah. once I get back in physical shape yeah you and me both but yeah so um <laughs> fuck covid yeah there you go uh but yeah no guys um hopefully we'll be getting more more good interviews more high energy more people so you're not just listening to me and valkyrie joe and on but uh we love you guys we appreciate you guys for sticking around yes love and appreciate y'all so much we would not be here without you guys yes. so thank you for helping us continue to be what we are yeah and thank you for being our extended family oh yeah we love you guys um, obviously, uh, shout out once again to all the bands that played at Ground Zero last night. Violent End, Strike, Strike the, Tower, the Tower, Slackjaw, and the Coursing. And especially the Coursing for, you know, being cool guys and sitting down and talking to us. Um, we can't wait to talk to you guys again. We can't wait to see you guys again. Yes. Hopefully we get to see you guys on a big stage fucking killing it. And, uh, yes. us in the crowd, us in the crowd help pushing those pits. Uh, all of our listeners, we love you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, be safe. Stay safe. Do what you guys got to do to stay healthy. Keep an eye out for each other in the pits. Love yourself in whatever way you deem appropriate. We don't judge here. Uh, this is a judgment-free zone. I mean, on one podcast episode, I did talk about rolling up into a sleeping bag and slithering on the floor, pretending I was a caterpillar. That's a form of self-love. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we accept psychological breakdowns here. It's okay. Uh, anyways, guys, have a good day. Yes. Have a good night. Keep pushing forward. Never give up. If you guys ever need anything, do not be afraid to message the page. Yes. We will always do our best to respond and give you guys the right direction that we can. Talk to you guys later. Be safe. Mosh with your ancestors. Protect your pack. Yeah. Later, guys. <laughs>